that be? Hello, hello, hello. We are back. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy bloody New Year. It is 2024. Who can believe it? Like, oh my God, that means 2014 was 10 years ago. Oh my God. So I've been, I've been out of school for like 10 years. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. Like I always think 20 years ago, I'm like, oh, that was like 1996. And I'm like, no. 20 years ago was 2004. Christ, we're getting old people. We are getting old, but we're still living our best lives. So I'm back. I'm back in Mansfield. And if you hear any weird noises, my dog is right next to me. Yes, Oscar is here helping me record this podcast, but he does keep licking his bum. So I do keep saying stop because I don't want you all to hear it. But just in case you hear anything... That's what's going on. Nothing else. Just my dog licking his bum or his foot. So, you know, happy new year to me and happy new year to you. So I hope you all had the best, best, best Christmas and the best new year. So I'm going to start with my Christmas. So my Christmas was good. I mean, I don't really class just Christmas Day as Christmas. For me, like Christmas is December. So from the 1st of December till the end, that's Christmas for me. Because, you know, you go to work Christmas parties, you see your friends, you go to the Christmas markets, you do the Christmas shopping. Like, I just think it's a bit silly just to think it's all on one day. Um, whereas I like to see it as the whole of December is just festive and fun and, you know, you just enjoy yourself for the whole of December. So I very much did that by going to the Birmingham Christmas market, went to London's um, and yeah, went to Christmas parties, met up with friends, some of my friends who we realised, the Mansfield lot, we realised that we'd not been in the same room together, all of us as a full group in five years, five years, that's insane, like we've obviously met in times but there's always been, oh so and so is not here oh, so-and-so is not here. So that was the first time in like five years. So yeah, that's Christmas. Seeing your friends who you've not been together fully with in five years. What else is Christmas? Um, Again, just celebrating, just going out and doing nice things because it's Christmas, going and seeing the Christmas lights. Just having a good old nice time and feeling festive. And then on Christmas Day, I mean... I was I was ill. I'm not gonna lie. There seems to be this horrible cold coughing that's going round, and I've had it twice. And my God, it is. Oh, hello, motorbike. Um, it is awful. Like the sinus inf- like headache that you get. The amount of snot I've got coming up my nose. The amount of mucus I cough up is ridiculous. I've not had a cough cold like this in years. Ye- uh, to be honest, I don't think I've ever had a cough cold that's as bad as what I've just had. I was like, do I have COVID? But I had COVID in the summer, so I hope I haven't had COVID. Um, but it does seem that a lot of people have got this little weird illness and it does seem to be going around. So if you have got it, um, my advice to you would be go on TikTok. There's some um, very good tips 
of like massaging your lymph nodes so if you like on your face um massage like from your nose so you're going from your nose get your fingers to go out and then where the um sinus area is you want to like massage there so I do it with my thumb and I get really in there and if it's a bit painful that means they're blocked so yeah you want to massage them and then like wipe down your face to try and get the blood flow going so yeah do that there's also the spot above where your eyebrow is that's another one for your sinuses so if you've got any of that going on get on tiktok look at ways of massaging also steam i was steaming a lot that helped a lot because it just loosened everything i have seen these weird like water i don't syringe things that's the word um that people have been putting in one nose and it like blows all the stuff out the other nose and i'm like oh sort of want to do it but also sort of very disgusted and scared to do it because what if i swallow it what if it goes down you know so and i'm i'm on the back end of mine now still got a bit of cough still got a bit of cough still got a bit of a cough and still got some snot so got me uh kleenex tissues right next to me but other brands are available they're not actually kleenex because i'm a cheapskate they are tesco luxury soft and they are very gentle as it says and they're great and i like the box that it comes in so would recommend get yourself some tissues um Albasoil bath foam works wonders. Um, lemon, ginger and honey tea or a hot toddy. I was having hot toddies. So yes, one Christmas... Oh God, I've distracted, haven't I? So back to Christmas. So Christmas, I um, spent it with my mum, my dad and my nana in the day. So just me, my mum and dad opened some presents in the morning um, my mum was very happy with her presence because she's finally getting to go and see Strictly Come Dancing Professionals live, which I know she's wanted to see for ages. Um, so yeah, Christmas Day was really, well, Christmas morning was lovely. Then we got ready for food. I made the potatoes and did the parsnips and carrots. It was like a joint effort. Mum had done the turkey, I did the stuffing, I did the potatoes, I did the carrots, I did the uh, br- Brussels, I did the um, parsnips, um, what else did I do, Yorkshire's, so I did most of it, but mum did some other bits as well, she did like the starters, um, whereas I did like all the big tasty things, and made them very, very, very tasty, and then after all of that, we usually go across to my auntie and uncle's house, however, I was not feeling well at all, so I went to bed and spent it with Oscar, who's here with me now. Aren't you, Oscar? Oscar, hello? No, he's not bothered. So, yeah, actually, it was quite nice to just do that because I was I had to listen to my body. I was like, I know it's Christmas Day, but also, like, I don't want to spread what I've got round anymore because I've had this and I hate it, so let's just stick with me having it and I'm gonna get myself better oh I need to cough hold on bad bitch so then yes I'm back sorry Oscar is licking my bed why are you licking my bed what are you doing he sometimes he just licks random things it's so weird anyway um so yeah so boxing day I then spent it with 
family, which was really nice. Had a nice family dinner. Had a little domestic with the dad. <laughs> Lol. Um, so yeah, dad, dad's mental health has been better. But, you know, there's a lot that still needs to be worked on. He still isn't admitting that he has um, a mental health condition and does seem to blame the doctors and everything. And I'm like, right. So that's that's what we're dealing with at the minute. But you know what? Even though it's hard, a hard conversation, it's always best to know exactly where someone's head's at than silence. Silence is trouble. Whereas words and communication good so that's where i'm at basically so that was my boxing day and then it was new year um between between the christmas times i made sure to rest and see as many friends and things because a lot of my friends that live in london were then home in mansfield so it was good to see them went out oh yes we went out um the mansfield lot on a night well we started at serenity the new bar in Mansfield, which is where Chiquitos used to be near Odium. Now, would I recommend going? Hmm. It's very, um, what's the word? Picturesque. It's very pretty. It's also, the cocktails and the drinks were brilliant. Like, they were a bit slow at coming out. Like, I ordered one, um, and then I could see how long they were taking. So I then was like, okay, I'm going to order another one. Even though I don't need another one yet, I ordered one and then it never came. And then I, and I'm pretty sure they gave it to the table next to us. But, you know, c'est la vie. Um, they are a new place. They're a little independent place. Oh, I just need to move my leg. Um, so I'm not going to shit on them. I don't want to say that they were crap because, you know, it's work in progress. It's new. They All the staff are getting used to it and everything like that and that's the best way for them to learn um my food was nice that I had I had a little bit of the tapas although my friend did have the pizza and said it was pretty horrible um so hopefully they'll improve on that but the people that were there were really nice and yeah it was aesthetically pleasing my food was really nice and the cocktails and everything were really good and Never, ever, ever have I ever been so happy to see a £7.50 cocktail. After living in London for four and a half years, a £7.50 cocktail sorted. Oh, it was so, it was dreamy. It was so nice just to not spend thousands. Well, I don't spend thousands anyway. I, that's why I stopped drinking when I was in London, because I just, I just didn't want to pay it. I did not want to pay, like, twelve minimum £12 on alcohol when you can get a bottle for that and just have more fun at home you know so I just was like no I'll just drink coke or water because I'm happy drinking that um because I'm bubbly anyway so but anyway I am so digressing today so anyway back to the night out we went to Serenity and then we finished off there and went into Money Tea Town oh baby so we went into the Market Inn, which if you're from Mansfield, you know how dotty Market Inn is. I'm talking the pub that's in the town square centre, near the town hall, the black and white one, um, and it's got like karaoke at night. You always go in and there's always like 
someone being fingered, someone with all their teeth missing, someone starting a fight. Like, there's always something going on in there. There was a, a, not a proper fight, but someone did swirl someone. Um, And my mates did a bit of karaoke. It was great. Some other people did karaoke and it was um, an interesting listen to, let's just say that. And then... Oh my God, Dan saw one of his sister's friends who is iconic because when my friend Liv was up and doing the karaoke, Liv literally was like singing Proud Mary and obviously smashing it. She's an MT girly. She's got a great singing voice. She was smashing it. And then this iconic woman comes in and is literally like, I kid you not, does like... You know when gymnasts like go to do a trick and they put their arms up in the air? So this this woman did that and then did a full roly-poly in the middle of the market. I'm not even kidding. It was hilarious. Hilarious. I think she did splits after that as well. And I I was like, congrats to you, hun, but also go and get an STI check because I'm pretty sure that floor has chlamydia. Like, I'm up for doing stupid shit like that when I'm drunk, but also I'll only do it on a clean floor. <laughs> so, like, at the work Christmas party, I did the la swalala um, bum shake move, but I knew that that floor was clean, whereas I would not do it at the market because you would catch every disease known to Mansfield, which is pretty much all of them. <laughs> but do you know what? It was iconic, it was hilarious, and good honour. I just hope she hasn't broken anything. So shout out to you, iconic Gemma. That was her name, Gemma. She actually went to drama school, found out we had a very good chat in the uh, smoking area. It was very nice. Anyway, we then go from Market Inn. um, We move on and go to Cheeky Monkeys. Now, if you're from Mansfield, you know Cheeky Monkeys. It's a great spot. Cheesy tunes, £1 shots, although I think they're £1.75 now, which is such a weird amount. But, you know, it was known for its £1 shots. It's a great place. Floors sticky as hell. Toilets never have hand wash or toilet paper. But you know what? It's a great time. It's a great, great time. Now, we're all in Cheeky Monkeys, living our best life, all of that. And then we're out with our friend Lottie, who... Shout out to Lottie, because she's getting married this year. Because I nearly said next year, but actually it's now this year, because it's New Year. So she's getting married in December this year. Uh, we've got the Hindu coming up, which I'm very excited for in August. And she saw that Cheeky Monkey was selling these t-shirts that say on the front, I'm from Mansfield Duck. And then on the back it says Cheeky Monkeys. So she ended up buying them for us all, for the Hindu. So there's us in Cheeky Monkeys with these t-shirts on. Everyone's like, what's your t-shirt say? What's your t-shirt say? And honestly, iconic. It was iconic. It was hilarious. It was brilliant. It was just great. And I wore that t-shirt like a badge of honour. I really did. Like I'd worn a blue Peter badge, but instead a Mansfield t-shirt. So bring on the Hindu, can't wait for it, and what a banging night that was. Bad bitch. So what else have I been up to? So I have finally been able to give some proper time to my theatre company that I created 
over a year ago and it's been great I had quite a few bookings actually like last minute ones um and you know what building on for the future which is great I've now got a website I've got a logo I've designed uh, a uh, what's it called reductible banner you know the banners that like roll up and roll down so I've designed one of them but got to pay for my car this week this month so um yeah gotta wait till some more cash flow comes in before I can expense my new sign for my shows and everything so it is all looking very good yeah I've yeah like I said I've got the website I've got the logo done I've got the banner organized I'm doing three shows that I'm planning at the moment that I need to properly put together because my goal with like my theatre company is not just to be that person that turns up and sings songs and then leaves like I could do that and uh, it, that would be fine and that would be good but I want to go that extra mile and I want to do something different make it different because I've always been unique I've never followed the crowd I've always liked to be different so I'm going to continue doing that and just hope that it builds a really fun company for me and then later down the line I'm like oh I'm hiring people and you know and people are getting unique personalized entertainment which is what I want to do right now so yeah basically okay so as it's been new year I've got some new year would you rather so new year would you rather number one sit at home with a Chinese they mess up your order and then you just sit and watch fireworks on the TV. So you get your Chinese, but they've still messed it up. But you're at home with your Chinese and watching the fireworks on the telly. Or would you rather go to a club with your mates, get paralytic drunk, kiss a few strangers and have a couple of regrets when you wake up the next morning? Or would you rather throw a party at your house and invite your favourite people, but in the morning you wake up and your house is trashed. Which would you rather? Ooh, I actually think... Uh, I don't want... Mm, I do like to sit at home with a Chinese. That is a great shout. But for me, New Year... Right now, I would rather have, like, my friends around and uh, celebrate and you know, it's, it, there's a reason to celebrate, so I'm going to celebrate, you know, um, and I already sat at home on Christmas, so I would rather go out, so I would either, I no, I know what I'd do, I would um, have a party at mine, so then I could have games, I could be in control of the music, and they trash my house, It's it's a thing, I'll just get it fixed, I'll fix it all, It'll be cleaned and it'll be fixed. It's fine. So I'm going to go with that one. Throw a party and have my favourite people all around me. So watch out for trashing my house, yeah? Okay. Would you rather number two? Move to a completely different city away from your friends and family but have the absolute house of your dreams. So everything you wanted in your own home but you're very far away from your friends and family. Would you rather stay in your house that has loads of problems so the boiler doesn't work the radiators don't heat up the water doesn't seem to heat up um things are broken and everything but 
your round the corner from your best friend, round the corner from your mum, round the corner from your dad, like whoever you want to be around is literally round the corner. Okay. Um, I actually think I would go with move to a city, um, and have the house of my dreams because a big thing for me is my space. So my headspace is in a good space if my space is a good space. (laughs) That's a lot of space. Um, so if I was at home and yeah, my friends were around the corner and everything, but if I couldn't invite them over because, you know, things were broken or things like that would be a big thing for me. And I like being in my own space in that independence. So I would go for move to a city, um, but have the house of my dreams because then I know my space is good. And then I can be like, hey, do you want to come visit me? Come stay in my beautiful home that I love and I enjoy and I want you to come over to. There you go. So yeah, I would move to a city and have the house of my dreams. Which one would you do though? All right. And the last would you rather for New Year's Eve is, would you rather have the best Christmas of your life or the best New Year's of your life? Okay. I would rather have the best New Year. Because I think Christmas, like I said earlier, is a December thing. So if we're classing this as just Christmas Day, that's fine. I might as well have the best new year because Christmas is that whole month and I'm sure I have good and bad in it. Whereas New Year, I like to start it off good and healthy and good mindset. And just, you know, say good... I really enjoy saying goodbye in a fun way to what's happened that year, good or bad. You know? This year it's been a lot of bad. So, um... Ooh, that's another story. I'll get onto that in a moment. But yes, I would rather have the best new year. Let me know which one you would go for. Bad bitch. Okay, we're now going to do some new year stereotypes yes I know so we've got many stereotypes and number one is I don't need a new year to change I do that every day so obviously a lot of people at new year get like the new year's resolution how they're gonna better themselves how they're gonna change how they're gonna improve but there are people out there that go well I do that every day so I'm not gonna do it just for new year and do you know what good on you it's it shouldn't just be a new year thing um but also there should be an element of you that's still like um reflecting not necessarily saying you need to change but reflection i think reflection is the better way to say it the other stereotype is i'm gonna get fit and healthy and look after myself all right babe so you're gonna go to the gym for the whole of january and then you're not gonna bother and then you're going to be on Mac, back on Mackie D's, yeah? No, don't... Right. I, I know cold turkey works for some people, but it's not always the best option that you just get rid of everything and change everything you've just been doing for the last however long. Like, also, don't look at going to the gym as weight loss because that's just soul draining when you go to... Because muscle weighs more than fat. So if you're going to go to the gym and you're going to be like, oh, I've, I've put on or I've lost weight, 
Like, stop doing that. Don't change your whole body image for that. The reason you should change your body image is to be healthy. Number one. And healthy is not skinny. Healthy is not chunky. Healthy is your own body and what is right for you. So healthy will look different in many people. Healthy for me is, I'd say I'm slim, but I do have a little bit of extra, extra, I don't even know what to call it. But yeah, that that is healthy for me. Yes, I've been skinnier in the past. And yes, I've been fatter in the past. But am I eating vegetables and looking after myself? Yes. How's my energy levels? Good. Am I drinking water and, you know, am I drinking loads of alcohol? No, I'm looking after myself. That's healthy. Don't get stuck into the, I've got to drink water, eat vegetables, no carbs and go to the gym and make myself miserable because that is not a good way to change and get fit and healthy. Yes, if you're a bodybuilder and you're like, actually, or you know, you want to do certain things, so you want to tone up, fine. Just make sure you do it in a healthy way, is my thing, because that's why most people end up, you know, in the gym in January and not in February, because they've done it too hard and it's become a mental struggle that they can't enjoy anything anymore. So then they go back the opposite way. So make it slower, do what you can, and, you know, you're not going to die if you have one McDonald's in January. If you have ten, you are. But, <laughs> like, if you've been going to the gym, everything in balance, you know? Everything in... I can't remember what the word is, but everything in small doses, that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay, and the other at New Year stereotype is I'm not changing New Year old me. Well, well, I agree to this to some extent, to, to, to some extent. So yes, you are you and if you know yourself, then brilliant, that is great. But to say you're not changing is an interesting concept because I remember being like 17 and not knowing who the hell I was, not knowing what I liked, what what I loved. And I didn't know anything. I just was, you know, people said, oh, you look good in this, so I'd wear that. I didn't have my own opinion. I didn't have any of that. And I remember them being like 18 and being like, oh, really, I'm starting to understand who I am. And then I remember saying to someone when I was understanding who I was and that person was older than me and said thing is you never know exactly who you are you're always learning about yourself and I was like nah oh my god it's so true as a 27 year old gonna be 28 this year yes I know the foundations of who I am like I know that I like to have fun I know that I'm very thoughtful I know that I'm caring I'm a hard worker. I know all those basic things. But every year brings a new challenge. Every year brings something you're not going to expect. And sometimes you're like, shit, no one told me how to deal with this. And then you learn about yourself. So yeah, 
new year old me somewhat you're still you stick to being you but also don't let that hold you back remember that you can still learn because you know sometimes you've never been through what you're going through in that moment so you will learn about yourself and learning is beauty experience is beauty and in general just holding your own being independent and open-minded to change there you go then you have smashed new year bad bitch okay so i'm gonna be really open really honest with how my new year started honestly i was expecting for this like fairy tale thing but do you know what that never fucking happens and we need to openly understand and accept that like the night started off really well i was very excited for it i was in brom and i'd put my amazing outfit on i was feeling good i was feeling sexy i was feeling powerful i felt like me really felt like me and yeah let's just say some communication was lost along the way and ended up coming out in anger when this could have been avoided so because of this i want to talk about millennial relationships i think there is so much pressure now as millennials and you know our parents all pretty much met someone they fell in love with at 21 and then were married by 22 and then they had babies at 23 but that isn't what happens now and the world is so different with social media and rent prices everything like our parents my parents my age had already got married um had my brother and were living in a house right now it's very different they never went to college though they never went to uni whereas i've been to uni i've moved i moved to london a completely different city i'm creating a company and i i have a partner but it's just so weird because there is still that undenying pressure to have the perfect relationship have the perfect life have the perfect everything because of social media now i use social media i'll be really honest i use social media as a business i don't use it to portray my personal life i only my friends and family get to see that I mean, I talk very openly on this podcast, but that's mainly because I want to start conversations, I want to open people's minds, and I want people to feel supported if they've been through something similar. But on actual social media, I am like, as I want this acting career, I'm like, okay, if I post this, I need casting directors to say, oh, she went to see that show, oh, she went to do that. That's what I'm posting for. And social media is like a little catalogue of them to look into my life so I post things for that reason I don't post things because I'm like give me likes don't post things because I want people to be jealous of what I have that's I don't need to do that I don't want to do that but it becomes a lot of pressure in 
friendships and relationships because as soon as you see I don't know some of your friends that you normally hang out together and you go on Instagram and they're together and you're like oh I'm not I wasn't invited like instantly FOMO instantly overthinking instantly feeling left out like and the same comes with like just the pressure of having to have everything together when actually it's really hard to have everything together I don't have everything together god I feel like my life fell apart this year but it's actually probably showing that it's probably one of the best things that's happened now did I share that my life completely fell apart on Instagram no because I well I've spoken a bit about it on this podcast but again I don't go into details because Again, I like to keep that side of me just where it is. But not everyone is the same. Everyone has different opinions on this. But I just think it's so hard in the dating pool now. Because everyone's like, yeah, you should date more than one person. Yeah, or if he says that, you need to leave. Or if he does, if they don't buy you flowers. If they don't take you out for fancy meals. If they don't share you're together on Instagram and Facebook and everything then you're not a couple hold on hold the fuck on how are you not a real couple because I had to really look at this recently and the truth is to me what matters is honest conversation communication um physical touch um thoughtful gestures or gifts I I had to really look into myself recently because I obviously haven't been in a relationship for over six years and now I'm in one and it's like holy shit I've been independent on myself for so long so long that it's insane that there's now someone there again and I have never, ever, 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 ever had a healthy relationship. So, but what is a healthy relationship? Because everyone defines that differently. Is my parents' relationship healthy because they've been together 20-something years? Well, I don't know. Because the truth is, now, me and my personality is completely different to my mum's personality at the same age. I know what I want, I know what I want someone to give me, I know what I see in my future, all of those things, but did they think about that? Did they get those options? Or did they just feel like the main option was family, And which each to their own if people want to have family, but I think there's so much pressure to comment on each other's relationships and call out the bad stuff, but then you've actually got to really listen to yourself and say how does that person make you feel how does that person fit into your life how does that person connect with you and the only person that can truly and honestly answer that is yourself so yeah I've been thinking about this a lot it's got quite deep but I just want to put that conversation out there of why is there this pressure that Everything should be romantic, perfect, and like a fairy tale. 
Because let's be real, that's not true life. Or real life, even what the word is. Like, in honest opinion, I feel like everything that I've achieved, I do feel like I've had to get it the hard way. I've had to really climb the mountain, get kicked down it, climb again and then a goat trips me up. Climb again, then it's raining and I have to take a nap. Climb again and then a rock hits me in the face. Climb again and then I slowly get there. And I feel like I've done that in everything in my life. But there is just this ultimate pressure these days in relationships for everything to be fairy tale or Instagram perfect. And I just don't believe in that. I think that two people, if they want to connect together and communicate together, that's between them and that they should do that. Because let's be real. Let's be real. We're now at a time where men are slowly allowed to open up about their real emotions but the truth is they still can't and that is what has been a big massive problem for years and years and years and like my parents generation that's still a massive problem so all these families that have been together these couples that have been together 30 years 20 years are they actually happy or are they just going happy wife happy life so you're depressing all of your feelings for your wife yeah i said it i said it and whereas that's not what it should be a relationship is two people coming together one has insecurities about something and you communicate the other one has insecurities about something men are allowed to have emotions men are allowed to have feelings just as much as women And I think we need to stop this stigma of having everything being perfect and fairy tale because that's not real life. And if that's not real life and that's not perfect and if that's not true, why do so many couples that have been married end up the man's cheating or, you know, because they don't have an emotional outlet. And that's the conversation I want to start. Let me know what you think about it. This is a discussion. I am not saying that I am right in this. I am just opening this up as a discussion that, you know, there's a lot of pressure out there these days for anyone wanting to date. On such a tangent, but I've also got to add. The hard thing as well is that you may have found someone that you really connect with and all of these things. They can fuck up once and you can, these days, you can just go see her later and go on on your phone and you've got a new man or a new woman whoever you're dating I don't know but it's become bizarre and there is no rules which is great I love that there's no rules because then it means people can be who they want to be but it is I think it's very difficult to navigate in this 2024 world so happy new year bitches bad bitch okay it is horoscope time Let's see if it's right or if it's not. I've not read it, so we're going to just react as we go. So here we are. It's January the 4th. Here we go. A crisis of values may confront you today. Someone you care about might need you to do something for them that you don't feel comfortable doing. And this could put you in a tough spot. You probably won't want to do it, but your friend needs your help. Consider every possible contingency before saying yes or no. Reflect on the results could affect both you and your friend. Only in this way you can be really fair. Hmm. 
Well, I don't know who that friend is. Um, I mean, I'm going to ring Emma later, so maybe it's her. But a crisis of values may confront you. A crisis. Well, I'll have to tell you next time, won't I? Because nothing like that's happened so far. So, uh, Oscar? He's still here, by the way. Oscar, are you in a tough spot? Yeah? No, he's not in a tough spot. So who knows that's about? We'll find out. I'll let you know next week. Bad bitch. It's time for Cheapskate Hannah time now, isn't it? So, I've not really bought much recently because I'm just trying to, to be honest, get out my overdraft um, after a wonderful financial situation that somebody put me in. Um, no shit, no shade, but there you go. Anyway, um, I can confirm though, I did very much enjoy being back in Mansfield the other day and going out on a night out and paying £4 for a double gin. £4! £4! I used to... Oh, I've missed that life. Really have. Really, really have missed them prices. So yeah, £4 for a double gin. What else have I uh, done that's been a bargain? I'm still on the top cashback app. Always doing top cashback. Doing what I can, seeing what I can get, you know. Seeing what bargains there are. Um, my car's broke. Well, not broke. So... I was looking around if I could get it done cheaper, but apparently I can't. So, but you know what? I had to think to myself, it's an investment. My car is being done by the proper people it should be done by, where my warranty is. And if anything goes wrong, it's all on them. So, and it va values the car even more. Oh, one thing that did happen, uh, I had to redo my car insurance and I have managed to save, hold on, £13 a month. Yeah. Yeah, it's gone down by £13 a month, so that was exciting. So, there you go, there are your cheapskate hannas for the week. Bad bitch. Okay, it's now time for the usual, the ending of the podcast, which is fall apart process and be a bad bitch. Right, so, how have I fell apart this week? Well, New Year, I got very triggered by something that brought up a lot of pain I'm not gonna lie um that sort of pain came from previous relationships and being cheated on now I thought I'd dealt with this I didn't realize this is still a thing but let's be real if you've been cheated on that shit cuts deep that shit even though you've moved on it's been a long time that it just it just cuts deep and it's always always there and I think it's really hard to deal with um I've been cheated on multiple times and not it's just for me it's the fact someone's lied and broken your trust so that is a huge thing to try and get over now, I do have therapy later, which is great, um, because I'm going to talk about it in that session, see where we go with that. But all I can say is, what I've been thinking and how to process it is, they were other people. They were other shitty people. And yes, my brain, my anxiety goes, you know, get out while you can. Don't accept that. Don't do this. But 
the truth is people will fuck up i fuck up people will fuck up i will give you two chances and that's it now um but it's not you can't just go through life you know beating down when someone's done you wrong and all of that because then you become what my new book says a vampire been reading that energy vampire you've just gotta hold yourself and if someone hurts you that's their wrongdoing it's not yours it's nothing to do with you it's them it's everything and anything to do with them because they are a hurt person so by processing this i am starting the new year by rather than looking at ways to not get hurt or ways that my anxiety just goes oh they don't want to see you they don't want this i'm going no i'm going to be present and i'm going to be grateful for what i have and that's my motto for this year present and grateful for what i have so when I start going, oh, so-and-so didn't text me back. Oh, so-and-so posted this and I wasn't invited. No. I'm present. Right now, I'm in a safe, warm house. I have my beautiful dog here. And I'm able to record this podcast and I have the time to do it. I'm grateful for that. And that's it. And that's okay right now. Rather than thinking, oh my god, I've got to send this email. I've got to send that invoice. I've got to do like I've got a whole list of things to do right next to me but I'm one person and 24 hours a day is not long enough so I'm going to stop putting the pressure on myself I'm going to listen to what my body needs and I'm going to look after myself because powering through just to get jobs done is not useful so there I am being a bad bitch by going do you know what any toxic energy that comes my way is nothing to do with me because I'm present I'm grateful and I will never be toxic towards you so you go and do your toxic stuff elsewhere thank you but that is how I'm being a bad bitch and I want everyone to remember that be grateful and be present it's so easy these days to let your mind go thinking like what if this happens or that really triggered me when that happened stop grateful for who you are where you are and what you're doing right there and then even if you're thinking god i wish i had this new pair of jeans god i wish i had that new laptop no what have you got in your life that one day was a dream of yours to have be grateful for that and be grateful that you've got it all right guys this was quite a deep one but i think it's always good to have some deep ones as well as the funny ones I hope you all have a wonderful start to your new year and just remember to be grateful and be present. Lots of love. Bye. Bad bee.